Let's send up our praise to the King of kings and the Lord of lords. He's worthy to be glorified. Come on. Come on, let's magnify his name right now. God, we love you. We love you. We love you. We praise you. We adore you. We magnify you, Jesus. We worship you from the depth of our heart. We send up our praise to the King. Come on, the Bible says, from your innermost being shall flow a river. Come on, let it spring up, let it spring up. Jesus, is there a worshiper in the house? Have you come to praise Him? Worthy are you here to adore Him? For you are to praise Him. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy. Hallelujah. around you and just tell them welcome to the sanctuary of the Palm Beaches. Let's turn in our Bibles to 2 Samuel chapter 22. 2 Samuel chapter 22. We'll begin with verse number 2. I want to say welcome to our guests. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being with us today. We are honored that you would come. We pray that you have already been blessed. And it's certainly our prayer that you receive everything the Lord Jesus Christ desires for you to have here today. When you walked in this building, you made God excited. <laughs> Woo! He's come to bless you. He's here to help you. Oh, yes, he is. He's excited you are here. We just pray the blessings of the Lord upon you today. Amen. 
Join us in prayer in the morning at 6.30. The conference line is in the bulletin. Let's come together in prayer 6.30 at noon and then again at 9.30 through the week. Except for Wednesday evenings. Wednesday evening we'll be right here. 7 o'clock. You have a young man, young lady, anywhere from 12 all the way up to 25 into the 30s, I guess. We have classes that take place on Wednesday nights. Twice a month, they all get together and have their own separate service in another part of the campus. While we have adult teaching here in the main sanctuary. Moms and dad, I encourage you, bring your young people to church on Wednesday night. Come out. Make the effort. Give us the opportunity to minister to them, to put something into them, to help turn them into mighty young men and women of God. Amen. Well, he's gone, but man, I tell you, Evangelist Luke did a good job today, didn't he? What a word. What a word. God doesn't need you to help his promises. Amen. 2 Samuel 22 and 2. And he said, or and David said, this is a psalm of David, even though it's in the book of Samuel, but 2 Samuel 22 and 2, and David said, The Lord is my rock, my fortress, my deliverer. Woo! The God of my rock, in Him will I trust. He is my shield and the horn of my salvation. He's my high tower and my refuge, my Savior. Thou savest me from violence. Wow. I think we, the Lord deserves praise for that one verse right there. Ah. Woo! What a word. My, the word is powerful. I will call on the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from my enemies. When the ways of death compass me, the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. The sorrows of hell compass me about. The snares of death prevented me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. I cried to my God. He heard my voice. He heard my voice. Out of his temple and my cry did he enter into his ears. Look at this. The earth shook and trembled. The foundations of heaven moved and shook because he was wroth. Then went up a smoke out of his nostrils and the fire of his mouth devoured coals uh, were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens. Uh, he came down. He came down. He came down. 
darkness was under his feet. He rode upon the cherub. He did fly. He was seen upon the wings of the wind. And he made darkness pavilions around about him. Dark waters and thick clouds of skies. Though the brightness before him were coals of fire kindled. The Lord thundered from heaven. The most high uttered his voice. And he sent out arrows and scattered them and lightnings and discomfort them. And the channels of the sea appeared in the foundations of the world were discovered in the rebuking of the Lord at the blast of the breath of his nostrils. He sent forth above. He took me, drew me out of many waters. He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them that hated me that was too strong for me, my God. Put your Bibles down. Send up a praise. Somebody send up a praise. Let's worship our God for his word today. We praise you, O God. You are our deliverer. You are our savior. Somebody cry out, he heard me. Cry out, he came. Cry out, he delivered. I come to tell you today, Jesus saved. It don't matter where you find yourself. It doesn't matter your situation. It doesn't matter your dilemma, the health of your body, your finances. I've come to tell you, Jesus saves. Jesus has come to deliver. The Lord has heard your voice. He is here today to help you in your situation, in your dilemma, in your circumstance. The Lord saves. One more time, the Bible says, clap your hands, all you people. Shout with a voice of triumph. Glory! Woo! God bless you. You may be seated. I want to tell you that this was more than a call of salvation from David to the Lord. This was a call of salvation for the world. God used David to utter prophecy through him of the crying of an earth that was dying and destitute and without God God uttered through the voice of David a cry to the throne to call that mighty God down to an earth that needed him, his power, his deliverance, his salvation to come to me and you to set us free from our bondage and our sin. This was more than just a call of a man. This was the call of a world. This was a cry for the Savior of the world. Listen, no wonder the earth shook. No wonder when David opened up his mouth and he cried out to his God and he said, God, I'm surrounded by darkness. God, I am destitute. God, I am in bondage. God, I fear my life. God, I don't know what I'm going to do. God, 
I can't find a way out. God, I need some help. Bible says when he began to cry out to God, the Lord stood upon his throne. The word of God says that the earth began to shake. The foundations of the heaven were moved out of his nostrils came fire. Out of his smoke, out of his mouth came fire. Oh yes, the heavens bowed down. Why? Because of the power of this prophetic cry to God was more than a man needed help. It was a world that was in darkness and lost and needed deliverance. This was more than just a cry from a man that wanted to touch his deity and get a little move in his life and a little help and a little satisfaction. Oh no, this was a prophetic cry of earth calling to the heavens. We need a savior. We need a deliverer. We need someone to come that will set us free. Why did the earth shake? Because only God could understand what the call was about. Why did the heavens tremble? Because only God understood the magnitude of what was being requested. That God would come, robe himself in flesh, and walk amongst men, and bring deliverance to me, and deliverance to you. Somebody say, I cried. Say, he came. The response was in those verses when David cried out and the heavens shook and the earth trembled. The Bible says he came. He rode upon a cherubim. The angel announced his coming. He was seen on the winds of the wind, on the wings of wind. He was conceived by the Spirit. He made darkness his pavilion or his habitat. He was manifested in the flesh. I'm telling you, David was prophetically prophesying the coming of Jesus Christ. And the beauty about it, friend, is that when he called, he came. He showed up. I want to tell you today, if you are called, Oh, you got to hear me. If you a call, you got to get out of your mully grubs. You got to get out of your depression. You got to get out. You got to break loose. You got to quit feeling sorry for yourself. Get up. Call. Get up. Call. David said, I was destitute. David said, I feared for my life. But it didn't stop him from calling on the name of the Lord. And when he called, he came. When he called, he came. When he called, he came. I am telling you today, if you will call, he will come to you. He will visit you. He will touch you. He will help you. Oh, come on, praise him. Somebody call him right now. Somebody call on him. Call on him.
And I want to tell you that when he comes, it's not going to be some little thing. You're not going to have to search to find out where he's at. The Bible says when he responded that the heaven thundered. He uttered his voice. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. I'm telling you, when God shows up, it's going to be announced. Everybody's going to know it. When God moves in your life, your parents are going to know it. Your children are going to know it. Your friends are going to know it. Your loved ones are going to You're not going to be able to put this thing under a bushel. God's going to shake your life. God's going to thunder in your spirit. God's going to shout in your spirit. God have mercy. If I could just get you to call on him. If I could really just get you to open up your mouth. And from the depth of your soul. I'm not talking about me. Some little as I lay myself down to sleep. Lord, I pray my soul you keep. Oh no, my friend. I'm not talking about some little feeling sorry for yourself. Some little wine, wine. Little dine, dine, Jesus. I'm talking about a desperation that comes out from your innermost being. Flows up through your soul. And when you open up your mouth, When you open up your mouth, heaven will hear, heaven will answer, heaven will come. I'm talking about a cry of desperation. The Bible says he sent out arrows. He scattered them. Lightning. He discomforted them. The word of God tells us darkness comprehended him not. The foundations of the world were discovered. He removed the cloak of sin. There's so many beautiful, wonderful things that God is going to do in your life. If you'll let him. If you'll call on him. If it'll be a real call. A desperate call. A call out to your God. That you get his attention. And he hears. And he responds. And he comes. And he ministers. And your life trembles. And what does he do? He reaches into your life. And he begins to rip off the cloak of sin. Oh, but I don't want my sin exposed. He's not going to expose it to the world. He's ripping it off to expose it to his blood. He's just getting you to open up so the blood can come in. He's getting you to confess so the blood can come in. So God can begin to make a difference in your life. Tell your neighbor God wants to make a difference in your life. Tell them if you'll call, he'll answer. Tell him he'll come. Tell him, look him right in the eyes. Tell him, your world's going to shake. Tell him your heavens are going to tremble. David said in that second verse, he said, Behold, God is my salvation. 
I will trust and not be afraid for the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song he also is become my salvation therefore with joy shall I draw water out of the wells of salvation and in that day Praise the Lord. I will call upon his name. I will declare his doings. I will make mention of his to be exalted. He says, sing unto the Lord, for he hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Cry out, shout, thou inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. Everybody say, Jesus saves. I'm going to tell you this is what happens when you call on him. He hears, he responds, and he comes. And if you're sincere in your heart, when he comes, your world is going to shake. If you're sincere, your heavens are going to bow. Everything that had power over you, everything that had authority over you, it's going to have to bow at the name of Jesus Christ. Every addiction will have to leave. Every sin will be cleansed. Every weakness will be made strong. Every crack will be sealed. Every mountain brought down. Every valley raised up. When God shows up in your life. If we'll let him. Isaiah used the words there. Lord Jehovah. He has become my salvation. We know the name Jesus. The name Jesus simply means he is my salvation. He has become my salvation or Yahweh saves or Yahweh is the Savior. Isaiah was prophesying about the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, therefore, with joy shall I draw water out of the wells of salvation. When that little woman spoke to Jesus at the well, he told her in verse in verse 37, I'm sorry, this is a different place. Listen, John 37, Jesus is prophesying at the feast. He said, in the last days, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. He that believes on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But this spake he of the Spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost had not yet been given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. But he is glorified now. And you can call on his name and his spirit will come to you and his power will rest on you and his glory will fill you. Anybody here believe that tonight, today? Come on. Come on, let's love him together. (laughs) 
said his name will be exalted. Stay with me for a moment. I'm not going to hold us long today. I just want us to know Jesus saves and that he is the deliverer. And he is the prophesied one of the Old Testament who came and rolled himself in the flesh. And now he dwells, dwelt amongst men, died, buried, resurrected, sent back his spirit to abide in you and I. But he's the same God that delivers. Isaiah said his name's going to be exalted. He said, he said they're going to call upon his name. Romans, Paul in Romans tells us that for whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be. He said his name's going to be exalted. Philippians 2 and 9, wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in the earth, things under the earth. Oh yes, Philippians 2 and 11, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I am here to tell you, friend, that Jesus Christ is your Redeemer. He is your Savior. He is your Deliverer. He will cleanse you. He will heal you. He's here to bless you. If you will call on Him, He will hear. He will come. And He will say. I guess the key really amounts to the fact is are we willing to truly call on Him out of desperation? Or like so many of us, are we so wrapped up in other things that we're always preoccupied? And while we got one hand lifted up and we're saying, Jesus, our mind is on something totally different. God is really not the focus. He really doesn't have your attention. Oh, no. And you certainly don't have His because you're not even really talking to Him. You're just mumbling words. It's like knowing a language and using words but not knowing how to put them together so that they make sense. That's what some of us sound like when we pray. We know how to say the words, but they're not coming from the heart, and they don't make a whole lot of sense by the time they reach the throne. But I'm here to tell me, and I'm here to tell you, that if we will call out to Him on the depth of our soul, and with all of our might, all of our strength, all of our spirit, you are whatever your need is if you will cry out he will shake the earth he will bow the heavens he will do whatever needs to be done to come to you and to bless you and to help you today can we love him together come on will you love him right now let's stand to our feet send up a praise send up a praise somebody call on God Somebody call on God. Somebody call on God. You may be seated. He said he's the Holy One of Israel. In the midst of thee. Matthew 1 and 23. Behold a virgin shall be with child. And shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted, God with us. 
Jesus said in John 4 and 10, Jesus answered and said unto her, or said to humanity, if you please, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that said unto you, give me to drink, you would have asked of him and he would have given you the living waters. If you knew the gift of God. Somehow it was possible to penetrate your, your, your mind, your spirit. If there was some way we could truly get inside of you, sir. Truly get inside of you, ma'am. To the point that you would comprehend the gift of God for you today. That you would walk. That illumination would come into that little six cubic inches of gray matter between your ears. And you would begin to understand what the gift of God means. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of ourselves. It is the gift of God. God's come here today with a gift. It's called salvation. You cried. He heard. You came. He came. Let's let it happen here today. Receive from the Lord. John 6 44 no man come to me except the father which has sent which has sent me draw him I will raise him up in the last day he said in verse 65 and he said therefore said I to you that no man come to me except it were given him of my father don't you understand it is a gift from God if he calls you If you feel his presence, it's because God opened the window of heaven. It's because God heard your call. It might have been on your bed at night, laying your head upon your pillow as tears sort of dribble down your cheeks and you ask the question, is there more to God than this? Is there more to religion to this? Oh God, is there an experience? Is there something that I can receive? I want you to know He heard you. He heard your call. He heard your prayer. God, you see where I'm at. You see my circumstance. You see my dilemma. I don't see any way out. I'm going to lose my home, lose my car. I'm going to lose this. Oh God, maybe it's your children. Maybe it's your marriage. I don't know. I just know when you call, he hears. And I know that you came today. And I know he came today. And you're feeling him because he has granted you the gift to be drawn by the Spirit. The Bible tells us, frustrate not the grace of God. When God's grace reaches for you, don't shun it. Don't shove off the day of visitation. It may be the only one you get. It's possible. The Bible talks about the missing of the day of visitation, the darkness and the horror that would follow. I want to tell you what happens when you miss your day of visitation. You crucify the Lord. Every chance you had of a Messiah in your life, when you miss the day of your visitation, your flesh and carnality begins to work against it. 
Don't miss the day of your visitation. God is speaking to you today. He's touching you today. He's drawing you. You can feel it. And it's all because somewhere, somehow, whether it was last week, last month, last year, I don't know. It could have been before you walk through the doors. Somewhere's in your mind, your spirit, you opened your mouth somehow. You said, you, you sent out, you, you uh, broadcast some way under heaven. And he felt and heard that call. I need you, Jesus. I need your help. I need you, Jesus. And he walked into this place and he opened the window of heaven upon you. And you have felt his glory from the very first moment the key struck the keyboard. From the very first moment that someone opened their mouth, you begin to feel the presence of God. He has never stopped touching you. He has never stopped drawing you. And now through his word, he's come to tell you why he's here. He's here because he is your savior. He has come to shake your earth. He has come to bow your heavens. He has come to burn everything that's not right in your life. He's come to set everything on fire with the fire of his mouth. With the breath of his nostrils, he's come to blow the shaft out of your life. That's been keeping you bound. That's been keeping you depressed. That's been keeping you worried and all upset and preoccupied. He has walked into this place today and he will heal your heart. He will heal your mind. He will heal your body. He will touch your circumstance if you will let him because Jesus saves. It's what he does. Come on. Worship him for a moment. It's what he does. He doesn't condemn. He saves. He saves. He saves. I'm going to try to bring this to close. Romans 6 and 23. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our He couldn't hold it within himself, just like he can't hold it within himself today. That lady at that well, she said, oh, yeah, we wait on the Messiah. We're, you know, we know the day is going to come. The Messiah is going to come. He said, woman, let me tell you something. He said, you, worship is not even of you. Worship is of the Jews. You don't even know what you worship. You don't even know what you're doing, who you worship. You say in these mountains, our forefathers have worship. He said, you don't have any idea what you're talking about. Something was just kind of boiling up on the inside of him. And she said, oh, yes, we're waiting on the Messiah. We know he's going to come. And oh, he just couldn't contain it anymore. He looked right at her and he said, the man, the one that speaks to you right now, he said, I am he. And I want to tell you, when that revelation came out, the Bible says it so shook her to the core of her soul. She dropped her water pot. She dropped her livelihood. She dropped her employment. She dropped everything that mattered to her. She just put it down and she began to run. She had to tell somebody she had found a man. She had found the Messiah. 
and I am here to tell you today this is the kind of experience that God is wanting to give you today he's wanting to reveal himself to you in such a way not in a religious way not like you've known him for so many years not in a way when you just go to church and you hear somebody talk about him and someone reads from a bible and a few songs are sung and you leave the same way you came that's not what we're talking about he's come to reveal himself to you and when he does you'll drop your water pot nothing else will matter nothing else will be important but knowing him understanding him letting him come into your life it'll be the only thing you know why because Jesus saves it's what he does it's who he is and it's what you need and you don't even realize it you don't even comprehend it you think everything's okay until he reveals to you who he is and all of a sudden you begin to see how much you truly need him and how much you need that experience with him and it's got to be more than head knowledge it's got to be more than a few verses I've got to know him or who he is I need his spirit to come into my life I'm telling you what you need you need God to shake your earth you need him to bow your heavens you need him to walk into your life and take authority over everything that has power over you and cause it to bow down to him who is Lord and who is God you need him to shake your earth whatever that means to get your attention so he can reveal himself to you Because when you call, he hears. And when he hears, he comes. And when he comes, your earth will shake. Your heavens will bow. And the glory of God will come into your midst. Let's stay in music with you will come with a power that is in this place. Come on. Come on, travailers. Come on, prayer warriors. Come on, let's call. He said, I am. I am he. I'm talking to you right now. He said, I'm speaking to you right now. I'm your God. I'm your Savior. I'm the one. I was manifested in the flesh. I came amongst you. I gave my life. I've heard your cry. I'm here to touch you. I'm here to minister to you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to bless you. I'm here to deliver you. I heard your cry. 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 Oh, Yashoka Boko Tayasa. Ikalala Botoko Sataya. Oh, God. Oh, church, let's begin to pray right now. Let's begin to travail before the Lord. God's calling somebody today. Come on, backslider. Come home. Come on, backslider. Come on, sir. Ma'am, come on. You know God's pulling you. You know God's talking to you. Don't miss the day of visitation. Don't let him pass you by. He heard your cry. He's coming to this place today. He's here right now. He's come to bless you.
you. He's come to help you. He knows your trouble. He knows your dilemma. You're not alone. You're not by yourself. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. You're not alone. He loves you. He loves you. Come step out from where you are. You know you need more of God. I need that experience with God where He shakes my life. He shakes my earth. I need that experience in God where He calls the heavens of my life to bow. The things that have power over me, He crushes them. He destroys them. I need that kind of experience with God. I need that experience where He comes into my midst. He fills me with His power. He fills me with His Spirit. He was called to the earth and he came. He shed his blood for the remission of our sins. But now you got to call him to your life. You got to let him shake your you got to let him shake your world. You got to let him bow your heavens. You know what I'm talking about. The things you have not submitted to God. The things you have not yielded over to God. You need to let Him bow your heavens in your life. He wants to come into your midst. He wants to touch you. I wonder if you would reach out for Him right now. No matter where you are, if you're still in the seats, why don't you just lift your hands and reach for him? If you've come to the altar, let's just reach for him right now. I can feel some of you. I can feel God coming to you right now. I can feel the Lord. I can feel the Lord. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let him shake. Let him shake your earth. Let him shake your earth. He hears your cry. Come on, mama. Come on. Come on, mother. He hears your cry for your children. Oh, yes, he does. Because he's heard, he's going to come. He's going to walk in your midst. Let's pray with one another. Come on, God's, God's come to touch today.